Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Ask Geeks podcast. I'm your host, Adrian, and thank you for tuning in on this wonderful, wonderful Tuesday or Wednesday morning. I'm over here getting messed up. It is hump day. We're halfway through the week, almost to the weekend. Shout out to that. Um, Thank you for tuning in and making this your first listen every morning. Make sure you like, subscribe, share with a friend. But anyways, let's go ahead and jump into this. What a night. What a night. It was like two different games were played tonight. Two completely different games were played tonight. On one half, you had a Celtics domination. A Celt- looks like the Celtics were going to win. And on the other half, it was a Heat domination. And it didn't even look like the Celtics had a chance. Shout out to Jimmy Buckets. Shout out to Jimmy Buckets. I know I don't give you respect enough. Here's the crazy story of why I don't give Jimmy Butler his respect as much as I should. You always hear me say sometimes I'll be like, hey, shout out to Jimmy Buckets sometimes. And then other times you hear me slander his name. So what happened was, there was one time, um, it was earlier this season, I think he scored like 13 points in the game. And I got on prize picks. And this was my first time trying to get on prize picks and try to do sports betting. I'm, I'm not sure if I already told this story on here before, but I got on there. I was like, okay. Trying to make these bets. I didn't have prize picks for long. I already deleted it. I don't have it. I didn't have it long. So I had it. I was using it. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is this is gonna be pretty good, pretty good. I was making some bets here and there. I was having a good time. And then I was like, you know, I'm gonna make a big bet. I had I won some money. I said, I'm gonna make some big bets. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a big big bet. I put a Good. I put a large sum of money. Well, it wasn't large. I think I was only gonna win. No, I think I only put a hundred. It was only a hundred. It was only a hundred. So it wasn't a large sum. It was only a little bit of money. I put a hundred dollars in, and I was like, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a bigger parlay, and I'm gonna try to hit this thousand, and I'm gonna do two thousand um dollar parlays, and see if I can come up real quick. See how this works. So I put them both in, and. The person that failed me was Jimmy Butler. And what was crazy about it is, man, I only bet for, I think I bet for him, I think it was, um, it was the over 13 and a half points. This man scored 13 points. And I was hot. I'm watching the game get mag and hot. And I'm talking to Wiley because uh, Waffles, he's he's a Heat fan, so I'm hitting him up. And I'm like, yo, what's good? Yo, actually, jump in the party right now. And so I jump in online. I'm talking to him. And I'm like, what's going on with your man, bruh? And he laughing. He like, you shouldn't have bet on Jimmy Butler. And I was like, okay, whatever. I Jimmy Butler can give me 13 and a half points. I'm, I'm hot. Crazy thing is, he goes to the free throw line. I'm like, oh, he has a chance. Jimmy Butler's a pretty good free throw shooter. He missed both free throws. Man, you saw me slandering him that. Man, I was like, nah. 
Never again will you see me ever bet on Jimmy Butler. And then I got off sports betting altogether. But <laughs> genuinely, I do like Jimmy Butler. I just do hold a grudge sometimes when it comes to that. I, I got so much. I was like, because I don't trust his form. I don't trust his half-court scoring. I should say that because he's not he, – he, he can be contained with the right kind of defense. And the Celtics did not play the correct type of defense today. In the first half, it was fairly solid. It was fairly solid. You saw them forcing him to take jump shots, him trying to bully ball into the paint. They were taking charges. They they played him really well. They played him like the Giannis style, like we're going to make you shoot jumpers. And it also helped that – Tatum was cooking in the first half. This man was like seven for like 13. He was just cooking. He had 21 points or yeah, I think 21 points in the first half. Tatum was just cooking. You had Rob Williams feasting as well because he was just getting put back dunk at the put or lob or put backs. He was just getting being right there around the rim and just cooking in that regard. And it was wonderful. We had Daniel Tice come in, get some good minutes. He was over there. He got back-to-back. Um, uh, I actually think it was a play in between. But he had two uh, nice backdoor cuts, two easy dunks. The Celtics were looking like a well-oiled machine. Everything was well. The only thing that wasn't really well was um, Jalen Brown was having a bad, a rough night. But I was fine because Tatum was cooking. Everybody else was cooking. We're like, okay, Tatum, um, Brown can pick it up in the second half. Everything's looking good. Uh, me and Wiley were talking. I was like, well, I would like chalk it up. I was like, man, I like, give him some time. Like, the Heat are a good team. I still believe we're going to win tonight, but the Heat are a good team. Like I told y'all, I said, hey, I believe it's going to be Celtics and six. I believe Celtics are going to still, I thought they were going to still last night on the road. Heat were going to respond and still and get their game back. We're going to split in Miami. Boston was going to go out there in Boston and take care of business like they were supposed to. That's that's how I, that's how I felt. But then again, I didn't also expect Al Horford to be out. I knew Marcus Smart was questionable, but I didn't. But Al Horford was kind of a last minute thing where he caught COVID. So hopefully Al Horford gets healthy. Hopefully Al Horford gets better. Um, prayers out to his him and his family. But Al Horford got COVID. Rob is still playing off that injury. And Miami is still missing Kyle Lowry. So this game, this series can go anyway. And I was like, okay, Lowry not there. We have to steal this game. Who knows when Lowry is getting back? They said Horford might be back for game two. But we don't know. I don't see how he'd be back for Thursday if he got COVID and he just played Sunday. He or Saturday, he should he oh no, it was Sunday. Yeah, he should he just played Sunday. So there's no way he'd be back from COVID already. But the COVID protocols continue to change. So I'm not sure in that regard. Um but like I said with the with the two different games, you saw Boston cooking, and the only person that you really saw really giving us problems was Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero was hitting he came in getting those pick and rolls hitting tough shots. Tyler Hero was the spark Miami needed. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Every single time that Boston tried to put him away in that first half, Tyler Hero responded. 
And I was like, dang, Tyler Hero is not going away. It also helped that in that first half, Miami wasn't hitting their threes. Boston was hitting their three. We were hitting our open threes. Miami wasn't hitting any shots, any, any threes. And we were like, okay, they can't hit their threes. We just have to be smart, continue with the intensity, and we can win this game. We had a double-digit lead, and I'm like, I'm happy. I was pretty happy. That second half happened. Shout out Coach Poe. He made adjustments. He did what he was supposed to do, and it was a completely different game. He saw Tatum had 21 in the first half. Tatum had seven, or no, he had um, uh, eight in the second half. He sent him, instead of letting Tatum go one-on-one and then sending a double later, because that's what kept happening. Like, Tatum would get the ball. He would let Tatum get the ball, and then he would send a double, like, after Tatum made his move. Coach Bo made the adjustment, and they didn't even let Tatum make a move. Like, the second Tatum got the ball, it was an instant double team. You know, like, no, you're not getting this. And if it wasn't double team, it was instant pressure. Tatum did not respond well to that pressure. He had seven turnovers. I believe he had like five. He had like five or six in the um, third quarter alone. That third quarter, they started off on like a 20 to two run. Miami was just getting turnover after turnover after turnover. And they were just scoring. They were getting there. They were, they were playing like Miami plays. Like I told you, they're not the best half court offense. But they have a legit defense, and they are going to get out on the break. And that's what they did. They had Tatum in solitary confinement in that second half. They were like, you will not beat us. We are locking you up. And Tatum could have had more turnovers. Tatum could have had a double-double in turnovers, in all honesty. But there was some of them where they got tipped, or they went out of bounds, or a teammate hustled and saved it. There was a bunch of different times where Tatum could have had more turnovers, but luckily he didn't. But it was still a, like it was just lazy passes. You saw like Tatum had, I believe it was Tatum. I just remember we had back to back passes where Jimmy Butler had an easy steal going down and then going down scoring. It was just lazy passes from one side of half court to the other, and it was just lazy passes, cross court passes. And Jimmy Butler was like, "Okay, I'll take this." Okay, I'll take this. Okay, I'll take this. You have Victor Oladipo trying to dribble the court. Victor Oladipo just picked his pocket. He was just up in his space for the entire full court. Miami turned up the pressure and punched Boston in the mouth, and Boston didn't know how to respond. That third quarter, they like I said, it was a completely different game. You would have thought Miami had been dominating them the whole game. You wouldn't have known that Boston looked like they were dominating Miami in that first half. That second half was a completely different game. Jimmy Boston also when it went went away from their scheme. Whether it was, I know it wasn't coach um Ime, it was the players. Cuz what happened was Jimmy Butler kept feasting on those switches. He kept getting Peyton Pritchard on him which of course obviously if Mark Smart's there he can't do. But Peyton Pritchard the only thing with Peyton Pritchard, he's going to get hunted defensively. We need more from Peyton Pritchard offensively if he's going to give up so much defensively. Yes, he had 18 points. He shot 6 for 16. I need him more. I need him more. You 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 shot 4 for 11 from the 3. I need I need that to be 7 for 11. I do. I just I I just do need it to be 7 for 11, especially if 
we're going to be giving up. You're going to be giving up so many points on the other end. I need that to be 7 for 11. We got to make up for it somewhere. I need that to be 7 for 11. Jimmy Butler was literally, Jimmy Butler had 41 points on 19 shots. No three-pointers. And the reason he had 41 points on 19 shots, that second half, they were getting, they were fouling him almost every possession. You would have thought they were playing Giannis the way they were fouling this man. They were they they were worried about Jimmy Butler because he was picking on Peyton Pritchard and it was hitting his jumpers over him and getting some jumpers to fall. He even hit a nice like little turnaround jumper on Tatum in the fourth. He was hitting his jumpers, so they were worried about that. So they're like, okay, we're worried about his jumper, so we're gonna overplay him. So he he would he would pump fake and they would jump because they're worried about his jumper because he had been just going and shooting or going to the lane and driving and just going straight up. That second half, he would go, he would throw a pump fake in first, and they fell for it every time. And I'm like, yo. Y'all know he's pump faking. Stop jumping. Stay on your feet. And they were just being undisciplined. They were falling for it. You could tell that run got to them. And that's the difference between Miami and Boston. That mentality. I thought this was a different Celtics team. I was in a party that first half. I was like, this isn't the Celtics of old. We're going to be okay. Obviously, we might not be okay. We might still be the Celtics of old. If you always think of like this is a fourth this is the fourth conference finals the Celtics have been to in six years. Every single one of those conference finals, the Celtics had a chance and blew it. And the crazy part about it is it was a lot most of it was mental. It was literally mental and they got in their own way. You look at the last Eastern Conference Finals when they had the bubble. What was going on then? What was going on then? Like, like literally got in our own way. Got in our own way. Obviously, I don't want to count the times with, like, IT or give the count the time where um, Kyrie was out because they were younger teams. And it's not the same Celtics team as then. But... I can compare it to the bubble. Yeah, we don't still have Kimba Walker. Yeah, we don't have Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Jalen Brown and Jason Tim have gotten better, and we've added players like Al Horford now back. But when you think of like some of our players, like when I think of some, like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, players like that, their mentality they still aren't the ment- mentally the strongest. They aren't mentally the strongest, and you can tell like because they got punched in the mouth here. And y'all are our two best players. And if y'all get like y'all y'all get punched in the mouth like this and can't handle it, how do you think the rest of the team's gonna feel? Cause they go as y'all go. We don't have Al Horford there to give us that 35 and 10 game or 35, 15, whatever game to blow up. Or I mean a 30 and 15 game to blow up and be like, hey. I got y'all's back. I see y'all are y'all y'all can't handle it right now. Y'all need help. I got y'all. We don't have him there. We don't have we don't have we didn't have that. We don't have Marcus Smart. He was trying to get get them to calm down, settle down, and get them riled up in the in the huddle. But he's not on the court. It's easy to say it in the huddle, and it's easy to hear. 
But then when you go out there and you're still getting beat up, you need somebody to be like, hey, you just need one of your players to be like, hey, we need we need somebody to step up and help us out. We didn't we didn't have that we didn't have that leader to step up. That's where you're always gonna give Miami and Jimmy Butler credit. Miami is mentally strong. They are proven. They are tough as nails. Jimmy Butler is tough as nails, and Heat culture is the real deal. Mentally, everybody knows Miami is strong. Where everybody worried about it was like, hey, Celtics have the two best half-court scorers. The game's going to get slowed down. If the Celtics should be able to outscore and outplay Miami. However, they weren't expecting they, – they, this was also thinking that the Celtics had grown and they weren't still this mentally weak team. That second half, they looked so weak. You saw Jalen Brown start trying to put it up, like try to make a comeback um, in the fourth quarter because he hadn't played well the whole game. And we're on a little spark, but we couldn't even make a spark because every time we score, Miami responded. That's what I'm saying. Like literally, we had a it was a 20 point game. We cut it to 10. We cut it to I believe we cut it to eight at one point, and then Miami subbed in Jimmy Butler. And they have what I was just talking about. They had that person. I was like, oh, it's starting to make a comeback. It's starting to get heavy. We need somebody on our team to step up, be mentally strong, and put us back on track. Jimmy Butler came out on the court. In the first play, Jimmy Butler was on the court. He hit a tough, and I mean a tough, instant catch-and-shoot tough shot on the baseline. I was like, all right. And then he went up and attacked again. And... Every single time he was making plays, he, every single time that the Celtics hit a bucket, he either he, Miami started responding. You're like, okay, Boston couldn't get get past it. Once Jimmy Butler hit that, we had like cut it to eight. Jimmy Butler hit that shot to make it back ten. Boston couldn't get it within like outside of ten anymore. We couldn't we couldn't get it past that anymore. They went down. It was just like bucket, bucket, going back and forth. They hit a three. We hit a three. They hit a three. We hit a three. They hit a jump shot. We hit a jump shot. They get to paint. We get to paint. We couldn't get a single stop. And then they started getting stops and getting the lead back up. E-May literally was about to pull the players. And then Peyton Pritchard hit um, a tough three. And then he was like, okay, go sit down. We still have a chance. But then Miami was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. We're still here. Yes, you hit a tough shot that cut it to like, I think that was like nine at that point. And then that was the closest they got again. Like they hit that tough shot, and then Miami went back down and started scoring again. And they were like, nah, we're still here. We're not worried about that. We're not going to implode just because y'all went on a run and cut the game close. We're going to play our game and keep being us. And I respect that. I respect the Heat for staying strong and keeping up with what they were supposed to do. Kyle Heat culture. Victor Oladipo, he didn't shoot the best. His box score is not going to tell you the best, but Victor Oladipo played phenomenal. He played he played really well today. Bam played well too defensively. Offensively, I need more from Bam. I need more. There's no there. Bam usually plays well, really well against Rob Williams. Rob Williams isn't even the one that's guarding Bam. It's Grant Williams. And Al Horford that's going to be guarding Bam, like I told y'all last time. 
It's going to be Al Horford, Rare Williams, Guard, and Bam Adebayo. There's no reason Bam shouldn't be dominating, though. You have Grant Williams on you. There was other times you have Tice on you. You had Aaron Neesmith on you. Shout out Aaron Neesmith. He got some minutes. He played. He hustled. He played solid defense, but that man still can't shoot for the life of him. But I need more. I need more than 10 points from Bam. I need Bam to be more aggressive. He, 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 he act like he couldn't shoot. I think Bam sometimes forgets how good he is. And the same thing can be said with Jason Tatum. Like when they got when they started blitzing him and got him off his game in the second half, I think he forgets sometimes how good he is, and you just need to get reminded. I expect um, tomorrow, yeah, because yeah, game game should be Thursday, so tomorrow should be a much better a much better game. I'm expecting a much better game. I'm expecting adjustments to be made. Hopefully Horford's back. Hopefully Smart's back. If not. We got to go out there, and it's still a long series. It's just one game. It's just one game. It's a long series. Tatum has to wake up and not be emotional. I know it's easier said than done, but he has to get it done. He can't be emotional. He even said himself, he said, I know that um I, I got that cool demeanor. I'm obviously paraphrasing, but he was like, I know I got that cool demeanor and everything, but um I get emotional. I get emotional. I get really emotional during the games and everything. I let things get to me. So he understands what goes wrong. And again, it's easier said than done to just be like, I'm going to drown out the emotions or I'm going to use the emotions as a strength. Because look at Jimmy Butler. He gets emotional, but you see he he gets better with those emotions. That's what I need from Tatum. We're going to see what happens um, tomorrow in game two. Tonight we have Mavericks Warriors. That's gonna be a late night game. You know we're gonna be here early in the morning to give y'all our our post game recap. Let's see how this goes. I still got um, Warriors and six, but deep down I'm praying for Mavs just so I can have a reason to go to a game that's closer to me. I can go to a game. But anyways, it's been another episode of the Ask Geeks Podcast. Always, always, always remember to respect women. But most importantly, remember to respect yourself, and we out.